We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Jack Ramsey's After Dark. Danny Morang. <sighs> fun basketball is fun, isn't it? <laughs> Let everybody kind of get in here real quick. Uh, get the business stuff out of the way. Like, rate, view, subscribe. Welcome to the show. All of the good stuff. Uh, if you're new here, we appreciate you. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube live, if you're, if you're watching the recording either way, please come back, click subscribe, uh, come back when we do our live shows, we do our hits, we do our, uh, video coverage, which will, the first videos of the season will be coming out this year. I am going to head to the Blazers practice on Sunday. We've got Saturday and Sunday off, uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday off from the Blazers. Sunday, I'm going down to the practice facility. I'm going to meet with a couple of players, and I'm going to get a couple interviews done, and then I'm, I've got a couple of videos, clips that I'm stringing together. Uh, some trends to the first six games of the season. The Portland Trailblazers are now 5-1 and one, uh, after beating the Houston Rockets 125-111 in a um, the game the Blazers played with the food a little bit. That's real. But I think they knew they could. Um... Let's hit on the obvious stuff. Anthony Simons and Yusuf Nurkic were really good tonight. Anthony Simons was a monster in the first half. Uh, got loose again. He was 7 for 10 from 3 at half. Uh, I believe he was 8 for eight for 11 from the field at half, if I remember right. He had only, the only shots he missed were three threes, if, if I'm tracking right. But he was 0 for 5 from 3 in the second half. Uh, did get... Uh, some opportunities in the paint, did get some free throws, did stack up some assists, finished with a very Damian Lillard-esque 30 points, seven assists, five rebounds, uh, stealing a block. Very, 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 very good game from Anthony Simons, 10 of 20, 7 of 15, 3 for 3. You really can't do any better than what he did tonight filling in as the starting guy. The Damian Lillard role, very much... Uh, Anthony Simon slotted into. Yusuf Durkic had his best game of the season. Uh, he had his biggest smoked layup of the season <laughs> when he he slipped the screen, got hit on the short roll, and he just uh, looking around press row was a lot of "Are you kidding?" But that's the only negative thing I'm going to say about Nurk because otherwise he was tremendous. 
Uh, he dunked multiple times tonight. He realized that he was the biggest, strongest dude on the floor, and Houston had no answers for him. He flattened guys all night long, which he should do. He had 60 pounds on the biggest guy they had on him. Like, Garuba's a truck. Garuba is a, oh my, he looks like a 2K-created player. Like, six foot eight, all of the arms, like, max wingspan. I think he's like a 7'3", seven, 7'4", seven, wingspan. Just so long. Um, and he's strong. He's a strong kid. Just He's thick, but he's also, like, wiry strong. And Nurk moved him like he did not exist. Uh, Nurk rebounded. He blocked shots. He scored inside. He dominated. Uh, you could see him towards the end of the game fading a little bit around when he had about 26, 27 minutes play. You could see he was, ooh. But otherwise, a, a effort from, from Yusuf Nurkic tonight. It was fantastic. Uh, both those guys, the, you, you expect them to do what they did. J- Jeremy Grant continues to just, you look at the box score and go, oh, he's got 15 points and a handful of rebounds and a handful of assists and always oh, got more steals and always oh, got more blocks. And it's like, he was a plus 22 tonight. Basically, he was on the floor. Everything went good. It was his worst three-point shooting night, I think, of the season at two, two for six. But he, tremendous, tremendous stuff. Josh Hart continues to be a one-man fast break, rebounding his balls off. Um, starting lineup, the the usual suspects. Everybody showed up and did their job, uh, beating an inferior opponent, doing everything they needed to do. Uh, overall, very impressive. Not very impressive. I shouldn't say that. It was a it was an impressive win that saw them get a win. It saw them get a win, and that is what you do on these nights. Did they blow them out? No. Did they take care of them? Yeah, they did. They did. Which is what you want to see happen. Uh, the only the only thing I think that um, Portland wishes they probably did was get to the free throw line a little bit more. But they hit 13 threes, which I think they'll take. I don't think they were thrilled about giving up as many as they did to Houston. But part of that is Eric Gordon and Dyson Nix both hitting Rockloves of three. I think they finished seven of ten. If you take their, I'm sorry, no, because it, it got it got a little bit worse than that. Because um, Gordon was four of, yeah, no, those two did finish seven of ten, or excuse me, seven of eleven. Um, Dyson got one more up because he was three for three. Uh, but those guys were seven of eleven from three, and they hit half their threes. So you take theirs out, they were seven for what twenty seven. So they'll take their three point defense. They'll take their three point defense. I mean, Eric Gordon was hitting like thirty three footers. And Dyson Nix was a guy in the G League who shot 33% from three and I think 54% from the free throw line. Not a guy that you typically worry about. Uh, Everybody else, Jalen Green was awful tonight. Uh, Jabari Smith never really got shots in rhythm. Uh, He looked like he did at Auburn where he finally got the ball. He's like, I'm shooting this because you guys have missed me 16 different times, so I'm just going to shoot this. I don't care if it's a good shot or not. So... Uh, that was fun. The Blazers get out uh, in transition. It felt like they did a lot, but they actually got beat on the break by uh, by the Rockets, 21-18, and that's after Greg Brown threw down an East Bay funk dunk with uh, six seconds remaining. <laughs> so, uh, but the Blazers, they generate some free throws. Uh, they did well enough on the glass. 30 assists tonight. They were they took really good care of the ball in the first half, and they puked it up in the second half, which is kind of what allowed Houston to make this a bit of a ball game. But 
Uh, I feel like at this point in time, it's stalling <laughs> to not mention Shaden Sharp. Um, let's roll this back real quick. Talk to Shaden after the game. And Shaden found out at shoot-around this morning and that he was going to start. And there was, he said he, he didn't really show emotion, but he was a little bit nervous. He, he had some, he had some butterflies. Um, in the preseason, I asked him, uh, I was against Maccabi uh, Ranana. He threw down an alley-oop and I was like, Hey, was that a moment that you kind of knew that you, you arrived, that you can play with these guys, that you can play with the next level. And then a little bit more, a little bit more. I asked him kind of the same thing tonight. Did, you know, you had that kind of a moment and he wasn't quite sure, but he just kind of said, yeah, yeah, I did. And he, we, 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 we talked a little bit as, as he was walking out and I got him again with the question. He was like, Oh yeah, no. Like when I started throwing stuff down, like that's when I it did like, yeah, that's, that's what happened. And so, um, he's that dude as an athlete. He's that dude as an athlete for anybody who's followed kind of how I've talked about young players over the years. I actually, I'm pretty reserved with, with expectations and projections and stuff like that. Um, obviously Ant was a guy that I said, you know, was it his first preseason game? I could see this guy being an elite shooter in this league. He's got the right tools. Uh, just a matter of if he develops them or not. And he's developed them. He's one of the best shooters in the league. Um, We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. A guy like Sharp has elite tools. He has elite tools. Truly, truly elite tools. They're different tools than Anthony. As good an athlete as Ant, and I talked to Ant about this, Shaden's athleticism is different. Ant's athleticism, he needs a few steps. He he needs a little run up. Shaden just one step go. Burst. He's a different athlete. He's strong. He's very, very strong for a kid his age. Just watching him more and more and talking to folks around the league, they're surprised at how efficiently and effectively he takes contact. On both sides of the floor. Like you, you don't see him getting bullied all that often. Like bigs, they're they're gonna they're gonna beat him up a little bit. I mean, it's just that the nature of the beast. They're gonna num 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 gobble his little ass up in that sense. But wings, I mean, he's not ready to take on prime Kawhi or PG. But 
he can hold his own physically for a 19 year old. That was one of the questions I had. And I've kind of, I've, I've been, that question has been answered so far. Um, one of the things I asked Shaden was if guys are finding him more in practice and that's translating to the game, he goes, yeah, no, they're, they're kind of becoming more aware of me and, and they kind of know where I want to be and where I want the ball and kind of what to look for. And you can, you can see what's, what's there. And what's there is a absolute freak rim running athlete, but that's not all he is. He's also got some shot creation tools. Like if I'm projecting right now what he could or couldn't be, I'm bullish on his ability to get to the rim as a secondary shot creator. Like if he's ta- if, he, if he's attacking on a second side closeout, like one two dribble type thing, very very comfortable in it right now. His shot creation in the sense of one on one, he can get space to create his shot. I believe in that. He doesn't have the handle to create in space. I shouldn't say that. He has the handle cr- to create space, but not to create in space or to get by guys yet. That's the development part as far as how far he's going to go. But he's got some juice, y'all. They The players talk about him and they kind of reserve, you know, the how they talk about him in the sense of like, oh, he's a rookie, but there's some stuff there. There's some stuff there. There was a, a quote from Chauncey tonight. Uh, let me pull it up here real quick, make sure I get it right. Um, it just on, on his uh, thoughts as far as how, how the kid did. Uh, he said, uh, I thought he played well. He He's must-see TV. You never know what he's going to do when he gets that runway like that. Thought he was solid overall, stuck the rotations, didn't try to overdo it, and then Chauncey just kind of talked about how... <clears throat> the how how he fits in and and um just like little things that he did or didn't do and how he was coached up and I thought it was really poignant especially when you talk about uh Chauncey pregame really hit on that he wanted to get sharp in there as a starter surrounded by veterans because they can kind of coach him in the moment and they could figure some stuff out and they can help him and they can guide him and a lot of the, the the questioning tonight to Chauncey, to Shaden, to even to Anthony was about what does like if Sharp's this guy, if he's a dude, what does that do for the traje- trajectory of the team this year and going forward? What does it mean if he's more ready than expected? And one of the things Chauncey said was you know, we didn't really have expectations for him. Let's just get him in here and see what happens. Let's get him in here, see what happens. Okay. So far, through five games, excuse me, coming into tonight, I don't think NBA.com has been updated quite yet, uh, but he was shooting 47% for the field and 6 of 12 from 3. So 15 to 32. He was one shot short of 50-50. So 15 to 32 from the field and 6 of 12 from 3. Um, 6 of 9 from the free throw line. 
He had only had two assists, but he had 17 rebounds, including seven offensive, which there's some stuff there. There's some stuff there that's, that's fun, to, fun to look at is going, oh, okay, he's got a little little bit of juice there on the, on the glass. And and that's kind of where I wanted to go with this is kind of what Shaden is and what he looks like is he, he's a shitload of fun. <laughs> that's That's what he is. Treat him as such this year. Treat him as such next year, to be honest. Because he's still a kid. He's still a kid. But you can see the make. The whole thing about rushing Ant and all that kind of stuff. Timelines for everybody or for players are different. They're, they're always different. But there's some stuff there to work with. On, on multiple sides. And I think you saw it tonight. Um, overall, kind of getting back to the team. Even though they they gave up, was it 111? I thought the Blazers' defense was okay. I thought it was okay. Um, the Rockets shot 43% from the field and 37% from three. Like, there was just a truckload of possessions. There's 184 shots in this game. They were getting up and down. They were getting up and down. And the Blazers played more than enough defense. I mean, like I said, Dyson Nick's going three of four and Eric Gordon going four for seven. You take those guys out of their three point shooting, they didn't do anything. They didn't the Blazers didn't foul a ton. Nineteen, which a little high. Shaden had four of those and Eubanks had four of those, which I think he agreed with exactly zero, which um, to be fair, I think he's right. Um and the Blazers did have fifteen turnovers again. A little bit more. Uh, I think they had five turnovers in the first. Yeah, five in the first half, ten in the second half. Keep playing with that grease pig. Um, Simons and and Winslow both lost the ball just off their hands uh, unexpectedly. Nurk, I actually I should say uh, I'm I'm going to criticize Nurk twice tonight. Once for the incredibly hilarious smoke bunny, the other one for sloppy in the passing game in the half court. One assist the night before turnovers. He just he telegraphed it. Um, but I mean, the Blazers really they took care of business throughout the game. Thirty-two in the first, thirty-seven in the second. Uh, the only bad quarter for the Blazers when they got a little loose there in the second half of the second quarter. Uh, Houston scored thirty-five in the quarter. Otherwise, Houston scores twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-nine. And you had the final what four minutes was kind of. It wasn't garbage time, but it felt like garbage time. You could kind of feel where that was where that was sitting at. So overall, I, I don't think you could ask for a better start from the Trailblazers. Five and one. One bad game, couple coin toss games. A brand of basketball that is that is very much different than what this team has been on multiple levels. Um, one of the things that I've been looking at and we'll kind of look at going forward is their their shot profile, how many threes they're getting, how often a transition they're getting, how good a looks they're getting, uh, how often they're making or how often they're pushing off of makes, how often they're pushing off of misses, uh, their passing profile, kind of what we've seen from Dame, what we've seen from Ant, uh, Nurk rounding into form, Jeremy Grant being everything we expected, Josh Hart being the best rebounding guard ever, you know, <laughs> that kind of stuff. And then kind of what, the, the back-end guys of the rotation. So, Keon has flashed some stuff. Uh, obviously, Shaden has flashed some stuff. And, 
it's there's there's some stuff there. Uh, Shaden's updated percentages. He's shooting 50% from the field, 43% from three, and I, he's averaging 9.3 points a game. Nine points, three rebounds, and I think that's pretty much it on the highlights. But on his, refound, on his rebounds, he is, he is over one offensive rebound a game. And I feel like he's a good for a dunk a game. So if you if you told me <clears throat> that the Blazers were 5-1 and one, and that – Ant was averaging like 23 and 3, which I think is what he's averaging right now, right? Yeah. And he's shooting 43, 37, 92. Like, that's with his poor start. He's still up there now. Um, and averaging towards should be 21 a game. Grant's averaging 16. Nurk's averaging, what, 14, 9? 14, 12? Jesus. Uh, Hart's at 10, 9, and 4. And then Shaden was averaging 9 and 3. And the Blazers were five and one. Number one, I call you a liar. <laughs> Number two, I'd say hell yeah. That's a hell of a start to the season, man. Hell of a start to the season. It's been very, very fun. We're gonna have four days off. Uh, I would expect that we get an update on. Uh, I've seen a lot of comments already about about Gary Payton. Um, relatively soon. I've I've mentioned it before. I still, regardless of the update, I wouldn't expect him back till around Thanksgiving. He, I don't I I have not heard about him getting ramped up into five on five yet. And this is he's had he's had this surgery before, the abdominal surgery. It's bothered him in the past. So I think they're going to run this very very slowly and make sure that there's no setbacks. And honestly, right now they don't need to rush him. So, take your time. Everybody chill. When he's ready, he's ready. But it, I would imagine from the time he starts five on five, it's two to three weeks before he's, like, ramped up into the season. And even then, he'll probably be a slow start because he hasn't been playing. So, uh, overall, uh, tremendous stuff in the Blazers. Tremendous stuff in the Blazers, truly. Uh, fantastic start. You, you're, you're, I think you're getting everything you want out of this team right now. You, you look at where they sit in basically every stat category, and it's tremendous uh, as far as what they're trying to accomplish. I said coming into tonight that if you know the season ended right now, they would have the most drive attempts in a, per game in the tracking era, which is 2012-13. So they're, they're attacking the rim more. Their transition percentage is higher than it has been. Let me see if it's... Oh, it might be updated now. Let me take a look. Uh, their transition percentage has been one of the highest it's been in, in years. Teams... Blah, 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 transition frequency... Portland Trailblazers, 17.4% coming into tonight's game, which is good enough for, what is that, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11th. They're getting into transition the 11th most in NBA in the NBA this year. Now, the problem has been is their, their transition conversion rate is crap. They were second worst coming into tonight's game. The Rockets were dead last. That's... 
that's something to watch. Uh, their scoring frequency is one of the lowest. What's, what's weird is they're just not hitting shots in transition. Part of that could be some noise from uh, more transition threes, because even though they're getting out in transition more, Shaden, Josh, Jeremy, Drew, I would say is probably a finisher, and Ant to an extent, and Nas, they're they're still kind of working through it. So Ant struggled to shoot early on, so I think that'll kind of affect some of their transition three-point shooting. Dame had a, obviously a, a bad first game. Nurk has smoked some easy stuff. Josh has actually missed a couple. Actually, Josh is underperforming in transition by himself. He typically is getting in transition less than he has been, but it finishing significantly more. So he's had a bunch kind of roll out. Um, so these are just kind of trends that I'm watching. I'm like, okay, what? where are we at now? Where have the Blazers been historically? What are the changes? How do they get here? Where do they go from there? And uh, there's just a lot of interesting stuff. And this is this is what I love so much about having a new team and a new style and taking these risks is that number one, it's it's interesting and, 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 and more for me to dive into. But something that I noticed on Twitter today and I, I mentioned to somebody else is that for the first time in a long time that there is hope because there's so much newness and opportunity and it's not being browbeat to death of like, we've seen this before. We've seen this before. Please make a fundamental change. And they did. They made a fundamental change and now you're reaping what was originally sown by this group. It could go by the wayside. They've they've got a six-game road trip that is going to be a kick in the teeth coming up after that Memphis game on Wednesday. By the way, that game on Wednesday, Damian Lillard is going to be reevaluated. It is the only ESPN game of the season, and it's against John Moran. If I were a betting man, I would bet on Damian Lillard playing in that game. Just going to go out on a limb and say that now. So, enjoy it, guys. Have fun. Bask in it. Enjoy the, the, the new brand of basketball, the athleticism. Now, this is the drum that I've been banging for seven years. Get bigger, longer, stronger, more athletic. See what happens. And I, we're just we're seeing cool stuff. That's really what this boils down to. And, and enjoy it. Have fun with it. Go crazy. I don't mean I, I still, even starting 5-1, and one, I'm not changing my prediction on the season. And it's not me being stubborn. I still see stuff that's problematic for them that other better teams will present problems to. But doesn't mean they can't beat that projection and doesn't mean they won't beat that projection that I have. I just, for me, there's just more stuff for me to see. So, um, quick, uh, I guess, housekeeping thing. Uh, I was at the doctor this morning and I got greenlit for surgery. So, and it's probably going to happen before Christmas. So I will probably shut things down for about two weeks around Christmas, which is kind of perfect timing. Um, so that'll happen. I'm not going away, but I will be way too high to do the show, and I won't be attending games uh, for probably about six weeks. So uh, my thought process is to, if we if the surgery happens right before Christmas, my my hope is that by the All Star break, I'm off of both crutches and probably just on one, and I can kind of gimp around mode and take the elevator up. So. Um, that's just something to kind of keep in the back of your head when, like, I, if I disappear for a couple weeks, that's where I'm at. I'm not dead. 
just looking like I'm dead. <laughs> but don't worry, everything's cool. Uh, again, thank you all for the support. I truly, truly appreciate it. Uh, like the the feedback has been tremendous. You know, it, people can say what they want in the comment sections, but the the views, the downloads, everything else, that's kind of tells the whole story. So thank you guys. Thank you. Uh, we continue to be in the top 20 uh, in the country for NBA shows, which is tremendous. Thank you. Like, again, I can't, I don't know what to say other than thank you. It's truly, truly cool. Um, with that being said, like, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, help us grow the show. Again, if you're watching here live on YouTube or if you're watching in the replays, uh, click subscribe. Uh, well, I'll be getting into some more original uh, content here very soon uh, with uh, – some video breakdowns focusing on the defense. Then I'm going to look at some of the offensive stuff. Once I have a few more sets to look at, um, I've actually, I'm, I'm actually really liking what I'm seeing out of, out of timeouts for sure. The offense is still a little clunky. What's weird is that I, I genuinely believe that the defense is making more sense and being more efficient and effective in what they want to do right now than the offense is. The offense still grinding gears a little bit, but that's okay. Well, I think they're going to meet in that happy place of, hey, let Damon Ant run pick and roll and also like a very structured offense because I don't think you can push the slider too far one way or the other and get the most out of this team. So um, I'll probably do that on the back end of the road trip. That'll probably be, be the, the second video I do. Uh, first video I'm doing is on defense and how effective Damon Ant have or haven't been. I think that's one of the biggest questions everybody had coming into the season was, how good can Damon Ant be? Can they replicate what, what him and CJ, where Damon CJ did uh, offensively and defensively? Can they be as good or better? Because they need to be better. And so far for me, the early returns is they are more competitive. But how? So uh, I want to dive into that and show you guys what I found and, and kind of things to look at, things to watch. But I want to talk to uh, talk to Ant and Dame first and kind of get their feedback, kind of where they um, – where they find or what what they've found in the first six games for Dame first five. Uh, and then we'll go from there. So uh, lots of cool stuff coming up. I appreciate you guys. Thank you all so very much. Enjoy the rest of your Friday nights. And uh, we will be back uh, Sunday night will be the plan for the live show. Brandon will be back for that. And then uh, we will go from there. So uh, thank you all so, so, so very much. Like, review, subscribe. Help us grow the show. You can find us uh, wherever you get podcasts and here on YouTube again. Uh, Subscribe to the show. Pretty simple, really. Uh, share us with your friends. Share us with your family. Uh, Thanksgiving, especially. Thanksgiving's coming up here in a month. Instead of talking politics, talk Jack Ramsey's. Huh? 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 Ah, got to try, man. Sell, sell, sell. Uh, you can contact the show, jackramsey at gmail.com, on social media, at Danny Morang, at Brandon Sprague, at Jack Ramsey's, uh, across everything. And then we will uh, see you guys on Sunday. Uh, until then, take care. Talk soon. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online. Schedule package pickups through the dashboard and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers, with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.